funny thing is, though, I mean, if you do triathlon, you're bound to see people that are a little bit disappointed at the end. There are going to be some someone complaining about someone drafting. There is going to be complaining about someone marshalling, about some aid stations not doing their jobs, and people are going to be, oh, I didn't make the, oh, I didn't make the, I didn't get my slot, or blah, I'm not, I didn't get my taper right. You rarely see anyone disappointed at the end of a swim run. You know, there is no people are just truly happy about finishing the course. <laughs> Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris. And on this week's show, we have the one and only Jonas Colting. Super excited about this episode. He, We interviewed him when we were in Catalina. I was a little starstruck. We knew who <laughs> he was, yeah. but it was very surprising when we finally met him. He just, he was like another species of human as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. Yeah. Tall, tanned. Obviously super fit. I couldn't tell how old he was, but he's like been winning championships since 1991. He's won won Atala like three times. Anyway, yeah. There's more 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 on that later. But really cool episode coming up for you guys. But first, so Chris and I are in the Bay Area, and like many many people, in fact the entire world, actually Earth, the planet Earth, is being consumed by the coronavirus. In the Bay Area here specifically, we have a shelter in place, which means we need to stay in our homes unless we're going out for essentials. So groceries and, and food, and that's pretty much it. No, all the bars are closed. Restaurants are supposed to be doing delivery only, reduced capacity. So not so certain terms, the, the shit just got real here uh, for us. Yeah, and if you think about it, it's real all over the place, but acutely for us, um, you know, our pool that we just joined, our, our great new fancy pool is closed, and most gyms are closed, and we're pretty much limited to training outside, which kind of got a little, our, our whole year has kind of gone sideways for a lot of people, not just us. Yeah, and, and I we don't want to discount what's going on in the rest of the world, but we're just trying to keep it related to us, I guess, and sort of, we know that there's larger problems beyond Right, being your able race to do a race or, or your pool's not, but that's just what we're talking about because it's the most normal for us. Right, <laughs> and we are not experts at anything, but please listen to the CDC and whatever international WHO. Listen to the, the scientists. Who? Please listen to the scientists and just do whatever they say. But yeah, our uh, our fifty miler that we were going to do next month got canceled, including um, some ramp up races I was going to do leading up to that. Yep, and. Ironmans are being canceled. Uh, Lake James, we just found out, got canceled. Costa Brava swim run in Spain got canceled, uh, in addition to other races internationally. So I think it's it's tough for athletes because everybody always, you know, when you sign up for the race, you're not thinking it's going to get canceled. So it's kind of it's just it's just a big letdown. Um, But you can still train. You can still go outside. Just don't do it in groups. Again, listen to the medical and social, <laughs> scientific experts. Social distancing of six plus feet between yes. each other. Chris and yes. I are pushing those boundaries right now. Yes, but we're in the same petri dish as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, so Great. yeah, so so it's tough times for everybody. But hang in there. We'll get through this together, and just do what you can, and just be safe and be mindful for the more vulnerable in the community and other humans. Yes. Well, that was a lot of depressing stuff, but something that's cool that we did with Wild Swim Run, as you heard Mia and Fanny's on la- Mia and Fanny on last week's episode, we announced the 
Low Tide Boys Wild Swim Run Swag Collab, which is now live. If you go to lowtideboys.com, there's a big bar at the top, and you just click that, and it'll take you to buy this merch. We have shirts, sweatshirts, even a special pillow in there for any uh, people who enjoy leisure in their life, both men's and women's sizes. Proceeds from that will go to fund the Wild Youth Initiative, which we spoke with me and Fanny about, and they are... Super stoked, over the moon, very thankful, and we were more than happy and are excited to see how much that we can fundraise for this initiative. When when I first learned about Wild Swim Run, just when we were following people on Instagram and people start liking our stuff, when I when I checked them out, I was like, wow, this is just such a cool organization, cool idea, super niche, but not yeah. unlike our podcast. And after meeting them, I was just I just thought they were just two of the greatest people around yeah and and they were so nice and so it was so genuine what they're trying to do that it's it, honestly i just feel humbled that that they're stoked with us collaborating with us like who are we you know so yeah it's, it's it's i'm really stoked about that and i i got myself a sweatshirt that i'll be proudly wearing i'm i as, so, thing as I'm someone uh as someone who gets checked a lot chase miss chase miss i'm super stoked with that collab and i'm stoked that they're stoked i think that's and the most i'm stoked that you're stoked that they're stoked and I think they're stoked that we're stoked. I yes. Everyone's everyone's, everyone's stoked. just stoked. Stoke level is super high. So we try to we have you can buy it in US dollars, in Euros, they ship to Europe. We did our best to try to accommodate everybody, but this isn't our platform. Uh, we just did the best that we could and we didn't mark it up a lot. We try to make it pretty kind of what they recommended. A shirt's like twenty five bucks. Um and then remember the the proceeds from that do go to this initiative so there is some there is some good going on and you get a cool a cool shirt as well um and if when you do snag these send us a picture on instagram tag us and we'll for sure for sure reshare definitely and i know the wild swim run uh women will be also it's definitely a low bar for you to get a repost from the low tide boys on instagram we we don't even know what you're saying if you're putting in swedish we still put it out (laughs) we'll put it out there you could tell us that uh we have very bad hair We'll repost hey, it. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a personal attack. Um, anyway, so we have a couple shout-outs this week. We have two ladies who, since we started posting on Instagram, this is even before the show, just been big fans, liking everything. We really appreciate their engagement, Johanna and Terry. I think they're both from Sweden. Mm. Um, so thank you guys for, for following us and, and sort of getting our sense of humor. Appreciate it. Yeah. Very much. So with that, I think let's just cut to this week's show. We have Jonas Colting. He's a really interesting guy. We talk about sort of the history of Atala. Such cool stories. And just to hear, he shared, so not to spoiler, but he's been in every Otolo he's World Championship. He's done every one, yeah. So he's telling us about the first couple that they had where they had these Don't bikes. ruin it. Oh, Don't ruin it. I'll, I'll bleep out of it. I'll bleep out. And people yeah. will have to listen. You're actually going to bleep I'm it? I'm going to bleep it. And they'll be like, what is he talking about? He bleeped yeah. it. I won't oh, be able to Oh, he's swearing. I thought oh you could God. say fucking shit on this show. What? Well, I'm going to bleep that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, without any further ado, enjoy <laughs> the one and only Jonas Colting on this week's episode of the Low Tide Boys. Yep. <laughs> Let's just 
say that today's guest has his own Wikipedia page. So we don't just, have one. Just, of to, <laughs> just to just to tee that up, we're honored and humbled to have the one and only Jonas Colting on the show today. Jonas has won six world and European medals in, in triathlon and has been competing in the sport since 1991. He's also won the Ultraman World Championship in Hawaii twice. And for those that don't know what that's about, that's a 320 mile or 515 kilometer for our metric friends, uh, three day competition in Hawaii. That's just insane. He's also won uh, Atala World Championship three times and is the only person that's ever done the race, that's done the race every year since its inception in 2006. He launched his own wetsuit company, Colting Wetsuits, in 2016, and that brand has been innovating in the sport since the beginning. Jonas, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm honored to to be a guest of the one of the few swim run podcasts I know <laughs> of. Yeah, well, definitely the first one in the U.S., right? Um, so, so we typically ask our guests how they first learned about swim run, but I think in this case, that question takes a whole new meaning. Um, so maybe can you just tell us kind of what was happening in Sweden around 2006 and how you experienced sort of the birth of a brand new sport? Sure, yeah. Uh, funny thing, though, I mean, that the actual name Swim Run, it didn't come about until maybe six years after that first race. We didn't have a name for f for this thing. We just called it Ötelö and... Uh, the the story is that uh, the two guys behind Ötelö, Mats and Micke, mm -hmm. uh, whom I didn't really know at the time, I've heard of them and they've heard of me. They were uh, they ran sort of one of the premier adventure racing multisport teams in the world at the time, and uh, I read a little bit about them and they they I'm sure they heard of me as well. And uh, they contacted me in 2006 in the summer of 2006 and and said that uh, they invited me to come and do one of their a new race that they had designed in the Stockholm archipelago that they were going to call Ötelö, uh, which is uh, island to island. Island to island, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, they said, well, it's, uh, it's a race. Uh, we, uh, you're going to swim. Uh, <laughs> a sort of an, an unspecified amount of swimming <laughs> at that point. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> around 10 kilometers, around yeah. 10 kilometers, and there will be running around uh, somewhere in the vicinity of <coughs> 60 kilometers or something like that. No big deal. Well, it's, <laughs> it's what they said. And I was like, and so, uh, I, uh, sorry, is that like one swim and one run? Or no, 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 you, do, you, you, you uh, run across the island on, and on the other side you swim to the next island and then you run across. Okay, that sounds cool. So, yeah. so are we supposed to put out 20 pairs of shoes? <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> I was in my triathlon. Yeah, triathlon I, I, was, yeah. I thought about triathlon transitions. and. Yeah. So I was immediately thinking about the logistical nightmare of, oh. of, of doing uh, 20 transitions. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, uh, we haven't really thought that through, but I think, we're I think you'll need to uh, actually swim in your shoes <laughs> and run in the wetsuit. And I was like, okay, that sounds pretty hard. And uh, is the course going to be marked? Oh, yeah, very well marked. Very uh -oh. it will be <laughs> there will be no confusion whatsoever <laughs> where you're supposed to go. <laughs> So Sounds I was like, like yeah, famous okay, last well I, see, I see where this is going. Yeah, so, <laughs> okay, so it's a race with uh, swimming and running. You know, I was sort of in my prime as a triathlete, so I, so I thought, oh, and there's a 10,000 kroner uh, first prize. So I was like, okay, well, sign me up then. Yeah. So, and it's, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, and it's a, t it's a team sport. So you bring your best training partner. I was like, that's good. I've got one. Yeah. So th that's, that's pretty much the start. We came up to that first race. Um, there were a number of rules that those actually the first two years were pretty funny. I mean, 
to be honest, Mats and Mikke, they didn't know the sport. No one knew the sport. They didn't even come from a swimming background, so they didn't know what to expect of swimming in the ocean. So they had us wear life preservative jackets <laughs> on top of the. W- I was like, wow, the wetsuit is a life preservative. It's. I mean, yeah. I challenge you to swim underwater with uh, with a wetsuit. And they're like, we we need to take precautions. Which yeah. I mean, which is which was you know, it was reasonable at the time. So one of those big like that you see on the ferry, the yeah. Catalina ferry yeah, 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 that yeah. we took over. So you imagine putting so imagine <laughs> putting that on top of your wetsuit and try to swim. So well, it's it's oh a good way to make a good swimmer really bad <laughs> in the water. <laughs> so, so Jonas, do, do you think that was because well when they first did it, when the original four first did it, it took them like thirty six yeah. hours and they're like people are gonna die. Exactly. I mean I mean they didn't a have safety thing, yeah. So a lot I mean, if you don't have a swimming background, just the concept of swimming in the ocean is going to scare you and yeah. it's going to be okay, we need to have we need to buckle up for this. It needs to be uh, safety first. So uh, that first year, actually the first two years were kind of weird. I mean, they had so many uh, equipment rules. Y- uh, it's like you you can wear fins if you want to. Actually, you have to you have to have fins with you even if you don't wear them. So huh. there were so much stuff that we had to wear. So uh, I actually had a backpack on uh, that I put all the extra gear in. Like, okay, I'm not going to use this fence. And uh, I th- I also thought that maybe if I take the shoes off and put them in the backpack, be I'll faster, swim faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I did the race with my best training friend at the time, and he was sort of a retired triathlete, and I was a much better swimmer than he was. So I was like, okay, well, I'll put your stuff in the backpack <laughs> as well, and I'll and I'll and I'll actually pull it back. I'll put the backpack on. He ha- his daughter had like a small boogie board that she used to you know play with in the water. So I u- I tied my backpack on that boogie board. Uh, so wow! It. So I try to so I pull try to pull that behind me like a toe, like yeah, like a toe, yeah, like a toe. Yeah, okay. like a toe. So you just imagine the time that it took us, you know, hitting that first water, you know, tr- getting the backpack off, taking the shoes off, opening the backpack, putting the shoes in, <laughs> uh, trying to you know strap that with the line, and it's just it and was. And then you ran with you picked yeah, the boogie yeah. board up and you ran with yeah. it, just yeah, yeah, on there. my back. So I was like, I was like, it was like. You're like Iron Man or uh, Captain America or something. <laughs> no, I was like, it's one of those Sherpas you see in the yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> like trying to climb a big mountain. That's what it looked like. Oh so needless goodness. to say, we, d- I mean, w- the only team that did finish that first year, uh, to my recollection, or I mean, that finished within official time, uh, was a Finnish multisport team that, to our surprise, came to the start with a big air mattress. Like they really? had, w- they had one each. A huge air mattress under their arms, fully inflated. They didn't swim a single stroke for the whole time. They just paddled like on that, like paddling like on a surfboard, oh, surf, like a yeah, surfboard. Like, yeah, okay. Like a ma- air mattress that you yeah, take camping mattress. or something. Exactly. Yeah. So they didn't. It's a good idea for tomorrow. We should. They try didn't swim. <laughs> <laughs> I think they. So I w- we were like, what is what? What kind of event is this? What kind of Donald Duck event is this? So we weren't. I mean, to to be honest, we weren't too impressed of that first day. He was like. This is this is Just awkward. In what, in, in what kind of sp- athletic event do you paddle on air mattresses? So I mean, f- okay, the first two years were tr- like trial years, and after that second year, we didn't finish that as uh, as well. I mean, the the course wasn't very well marked. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it it was it was hard both organizing and participating those two first years. So, but I, and we told I told Matsumiki like, hey, we're we're not gonna come back next year. I mean, with all this, equi- I mean, it's ridiculous with all the, this equipment. It, this is like a this is like a military expedition. This yeah. is not a sport. <laughs> it is, and they were like, "Okay, yeah, we 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 yeah, we feel b- we feel the same. So we're gonna revise this to the next year." Okay. So basically, from two thousand and eight, we people raced with pretty much the same gear as you see them today. I mean, okay. cutoff wetsuit was 
that's something we fi- we figured out that from the get go. I mean, you need to have your elbows and knees yeah, uh, joints yeah. freed up so you can run. Uh, you can have and you can really use pedals. I mean, if you're a good swimmer, the pedals really enhance your swimming. Yeah, you need some really light running shoes uh, that are good on trails. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ötterlö race is very slippery and a lot of rocks and stuff. So you need to find like a very low to the ground kind of shoe that you won't trip in and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, something to uh, protect your uh, shins from scratching like the low mm-hmm. bushes. And also if you can put something that makes your lower legs float. So w- we Wait. cut like from, <coughs> you know, like uh, from like, um, what do you call that? If, you, if you're out camping, you have that uh, like... Uh oh, the... Uh yeah, the, the, the squishy foam. Thing. The foam, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like oh, a foam yeah, yeah. mattress. So we cut out stripes of the foam mattress and slid into our uh, oh, compression socks. Oh, interesting. So we sort of figured a lot of these things out from the from the start. And uh, then, it, yeah, in t- 2008, it, it took off. I mean, we're just a handful of teams for those first two years. I think in uh, 2008, we were uh, 22 teams or 26 teams. 2009, more than 50 teams. Wow. And, you know, from t- t- uh, 2010, almost 100 teams and then there yeah. started popping up races here and there i mean for many years it was only Ötelö. it was the mm-hmm. only swim yeah. run race and then all of a sudden people were like yeah we can organize a race like this and then everyone yeah let's have a swim run race and then just, just took off you know and so in your opinion what kind of you know coming from like the tech background in, in san francisco you know you want your revenue to be doubling every year uh-huh. so yeah. in your opinion what's causing 25 teams to 50 to 100 to 200 what's what's causing this exponential growth every year i think it was i mean it was very slow at the start and it they were very good they are very I mean, Mats and Mickey, they're doing this for the right reason they never thought about i mean they must have lost so much money in the beginning i mean they were doing this because they thought it was a good idea and it was a good event it was a good event and uh, i was like if i have a hard time finishing this and i was a, i'm a top triathlete who is really going to make i mean who's going to f- this race Sign is for like for ten. It, yeah. This is like for ten people in the world. This is that's how hard it is. It's like we're. we're this is never going to be a, a big race. That first one that you did. Do you remember what your what your time was? Oh, I mean, we didn't even finish those first two years. And you got to remember, you had to fin- uh, under twenty four hours, right? Oh or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We. I mean, that that. Yeah, it was like the first. The first year I won, it was like 10 hours, maybe 10, 10, okay. 10 hours, 50. But you got to remember for that, we also did a bike section those first years because they, f- they figured the course what? was so long. Yeah, we had a bike section. Like right. on that, on that after, longest after the pig swim, you yeah. would jump on a bike. Yeah, on, on that long run, they figured no one's going to finish this before it gets dark. So we need to have a, so we need to have like a bike section. So they have, they picked up on all these archipelago islands, every bike that they could find. Uh, like old, like women's, they called it island bikes. So they were very similar, like, like the cruisers. beach cruisers. Beach right? cruisers, <laughs> yeah, with a basket on top, basket in front, yeah. Well, it's good for your air and mattress. And they, needed to, be, they needed to be identical to, to for it to be like uh, yeah, fair, fair and square. Yeah, sure. So they even they had that for 2000, t- 2009 and two no 2008 and 2009 we had the bike section because they just wanted teams wow. to finish, you know. So yeah. it was yeah. a good idea. But then in t- 2009 we're like. 50 teams, you know, they had to scramble up 100 bikes. They said just trying to, you know, organizing the bikes section was by far <laughs> harder than, you know, Amazing. marking the course. So Amazing. you might be surprised that a part of race pack in 2008 and 2009 is is uh, is a puncture, uh, a puncture kit. Like oh, you would have, bike, like yeah. yeah, like you would have on a triathlon. Oh, my God. Can you imagine I you're doing c- a 12-hour you race and that? you got a flat tire? <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. And you have your boogie board you're carrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so there, there are. I mean, there are. I've tried to find 
there are pictures somewhere of us, you know, biking oh, the hell out, of a, hell, of a, hell out of a bike, bike cruiser, like, like full-on <laughs> wetsuit and a swim <laughs> right. cap and a basket on top. But then then the team started finishing and finished with good margin. And s- then finally in 2010, it's like, you know, to hell with the bikes. This is a swim run, so we're not going to do bikes anymore. So it sounds yeah. like as they sort of stripped off these equipment requirements, it actually enabled yeah. – some people to use their their raw sort of talents on the running and the swimming to to be faster. Yeah, and we just started going faster. I mean, I already in 2010, even with even when someone sabotaged the course, I went, uh, I think nine just nine hours flat or something. Wow. Uh, so it's wait wait hold on hold on. Someone sabotaged the yeah, course. Yeah, they just pulled some, some kids p- pulled the markers on the long run or something. Oh, oh okay. way way w- way off until we found our way back. But now they always have someone you know leading. To, to check on it so oh, yeah yeah gotcha. but uh, i just think that uh it the word spread you know it's uh i wrote about the race already on in 2008 i think on slow twitch or something and uh people thought oh and they were really good at do having good photographers there they had great pictures from yeah. the and they were really serious about making a great show every year like they would have a good media production every year even with only 10 teams you know <coughs> yeah they would have an awesome movie out on youtube after yeah. a few weeks and they would do like a live cast and they were like really good uh, with producing materials so i just think the word slowly spread and then at one point you know it just it just takes off and goes viral yeah that's yeah. what i think i and mean they're uh, they're little hype videos or, or their intro videos yeah. that looks like a hollywood you know action movie with really great music and really cool yeah. action scenes and, and when, when i first heard about the race there was a book that came out just had to be like maybe 10 years ago it was called the world's toughest endurance challenges uh-huh, yeah and it just had all these ridiculous you know tour de sables like the sahara race mm-hmm. like all these different stuff and one of them was 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 atalo and you're just reading it and you're just like this is insane and then <laughs> and then it's like i wonder if there's anything on youtube and you see these videos and you're like oh my goodness this is yeah yeah it, it was it was really great how how they were able to do that so yeah they've been they've been they had a good strategy from the start they were I would say that Mats and Mickey are true visionaries. Like they had an idea of what this could be way, way back before there were even way before there, w- there were any swim runners. Yeah. So they were so ahead of the curve when it came to being, they could foresee this. So yeah, I'm really proud of the work they've done. That's why I try to, uh, you know, s- support their journey by, you know, coming to their first American race yeah. and such. So yeah. awesome. it's, yeah, that's it's so much fun to see all these people wandering around. They're all basically a lot of them are you know f- triathlon background or something, mm-hmm. and they're all doing their first swim run here. And tomorrow, it's it's awesome to see. It's like yeah. yeah, this is you know this is what we started, and this is what we did like fifteen some years ago. So so w- I mean we we were definitely going to ask you this later in the show, but I think it makes sense to ask it now. So you've seen the sport grow since the very first race. How important do you think it is that? now Atalo is is in the US. I don't know if it's important important or not, but I think it's it's nice. I think there is a huge market here. There I think there are a lot of people that would love to do a swim run in the US. There are so many triathletes that have done you know, they've done five Ironman yeah. or ten yeah. Ironman, they've done ten Wildflower and they're like, Am I going to sign up for an eleventh edition yeah. of this? Or am <laughs> yeah. I gonna put and I'm gonna pluck down another thousand bucks of you know, doing Travel yet another one? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, here's something new and fresh. Here's something I can actually race with the training partner, here's something that I can uh be uh, uh here's an something that is an extreme physical challenge. It's going to make me really, really tired, but it's not it's it's not the same thing as a triathlon. So I think it's just 
I think it's uh, it's it's a nice thing for the American triathlon market to finally have a chance to do it like a true swimmer. I mean, there there are a number of swim runs already, and the guys that are organizing them are doing a great job with Lars Fenanga yeah, and the, the Odyssey. The Odyssey yep. They're all doing awesome jobs. They're, they've all been to Ötelö, and they're all sort of embracing the true swim run strategy. But I do think, of course, as as a as a str- strategic move of, of like as a business move to to get the brand large it's yeah I, th- I think it's vital to be uh a player on the on the american market for sure and right. uh, yeah it's it's awesome to see so many people here so so i mean we we could talk i i could just hear you tell stories about races all day long but um you after a while none you've done this race all these years every single year that that Atalo has been happening you've done it at what point were you like you know what this gear isn't really working for me <laughs> i've tried every wetsuit on the planet i'm just gonna make my own yeah yeah no i was, I was in 2015 or in 2014 i did a huge charity swim during the summer in sweden i swam from uh, uh, stockholm which is you know incidentally also where the the Ötelö race is mm-hmm. but outside out in the archipelago but i swam from stockholm uh sort of along the uh in the in the baltic sea and then there's a there's a canal or a man-made canal that connects with some natural waters. So you can sort of swim across Sweden to the west coast to Gothenburg, which is the second largest city. So I did that swim. It was uh, 400 miles or 640 kilometers, and I swam uh, like no, 11 what? miles. Just, yeah. a, just a nice little Saturday. Yeah, okay. it was a long swim, but I it, I did raise it around hundred thousand dollars for uh, oh, awesome. water 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 aid. They do okay. uh, they provide clean water and sanitation. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was it was a worthwhile project, but. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make my own wetsuit brand. I, I had some issues with during during the 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 wetsuit that I swam with uh, that summer, and uh, and I, I pretty much ended up swimming without a wetsuit all summer because it didn't, I just it didn't work out. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put all the knowledge into into my own brand. So we yeah. we try to figure things out and uh, m- make uh, wetsuits both for the triathlon and the and the swim run community. And that was also at the point where there were actually specific swim run suits that came out. Mm-hmm. Ju- I mean, for those first few years, we'd just take any any good triathlon wetsuit and just kept the legs and arms off. But but uh, for, for all those long runs, we'd use to sort of cab down from the backside. Like, you'd have to have a lot of help to, yeah, to right. undress and then get dressed again. So, yeah, whoever figured the idea, like, whoa, what if we move the zipper from the back and put it on the front? Yeah, like, and just have jewel suits. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bad thing with the swim run suit, though, is that it makes the front pretty stiff you know if you you have a metal oh, yeah. zipper it makes the it doesn't a make really thick yeah so it's too, not yeah. flexible in the way so i'm i wouldn't mind it would i wouldn't mind the idea of actually doing i you know i could consider doing it in a normal triathlon uh wetsuit just getting off although yeah. you know it'll, it'll be warmer of course so mm-hmm. it's it's all that's the whole thing with swim run it's it's an uncomfortable sport you know <laughs> it's a compromise you're never going to be very fast it's like Something is slowing you down because you're, you're you're running in a wetsuit regardless. I mean, you're running in some sort of wetsuit. You're right. going to swim in some sort of shoe. Yeah, a- it's going to be sort of a slow slower progress than you would as if you you know just normal swimming, normal running. Did you have any product design background or anything, or you just were always an athlete and a triathlete, just, yeah. and you just said, "Screw it, we're gonna yeah. I'm gonna make it myself and figure right. it out." Yeah, I'm you know I'm not the design guy. I'm not I'm not even the business guy. I'm just more of the uh, I'm just more of the sort of the product tester. Y- no, yeah, <laughs> but I'm more I'm more the core group sort of I'm okay. I'm sort of the more more the audience kind of group or I'm more the consumer group. Okay. So, so Target I'm, market. I'm still trying I'm I'm more the 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be the brand. So that's why mm -hmm. I'm still also racing and being out there and training. You know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be legitimate if I, you know, if I just stopped doing sports and I was like, you know, I gained 20 pounds and, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and or I want to be a part of it and I want to, I want to be training and racing really hard uh, still. So I'm, I'm more on, on that end. So I'm, I'm lucky to have a few business partners that help me with all the other stuff. So, right. yeah, but a lot of product testing for sure. Yeah. Over the years. Yeah, you got some you got some some fast fish on on your team. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we got some good got some, got some good athletes on our team, and we now have uh, Lisa Norden, uh, Olympic silver medalist, uh, in our in our team this year. So that's good. So yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to have a to have a, like a product uh, that is so connected with with the sport. Yeah, I mean, we first learned about Colting wetsuits uh, at our first swim run, which was in San Diego, the California swim run. And there was a rep out and yeah. we're talking about it and stuff. And, and the, the shin floaties, which that was like a revelation to yeah, us. Like, <laughs> like, oh, oh, what a good idea. Up. Yeah, that's such a great idea. It's <laughs> so right. smart. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So it's, it's was that the one on uh, on Fiesta Island or uh, like a mission? In yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did that one one year. I yeah. did that in 2018, I think. No, in 2017, um, I did that one. I think that was the year before we did it. Yeah. yeah. So we did it in No, because I was there. You had to wait for the boat, the rowboat races to finish. Yeah. The finish started at like 4 o'clock in yeah. the afternoon or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, again, we, we just pretty much gone past our post. We just entered our post triathlon oh state. Yeah. And we, you know, we fly down that morning. Young rent kids. A car. And, yeah. That's awesome. You know, we drive down and it's like, when's this race going to start? It started <laughs> like at 242 in the <laughs> afternoon or something. Like, oh, I guess we got to wait for the last regatta race <laughs> yeah. to go. That's um, fun. Yeah, I was because my I I was in Los Angeles. My brother uh, used to live there, and we drove down because I, mean, I heard about this race, and I know the guys. Uh, yeah. And I was like, Yeah, we're I'm going to take part. This is tr this is like a holy triathlon. This is holy triathlon ground. Yeah, so it's yeah, awesome definitely. To also do a swim run here, so it was it was a lot of fun. It was fun, yeah. and, and we were I mean we were definitely nervous. We didn't bother with the tether because we kind of chickened right. out so, at first. So we had the tether, and oh, then yeah. they were like, "Oh, the tether's optional for this one." So we kind of chickened out. We're like, "All right, <laughs> let's let's not let's <laughs> not use the tether." Yeah. But there was a couple teams. There was one European team, and they were uh, all they were Germans. Out full, like, they were <laughs> Germans, and they even had like little tiny paddles like on the top of their oh, shoes yeah. and all this <laughs> stuff. And I was like, "Look at these!" Guys. They won. We we're like, "Look at these crazy dudes." <laughs> there's <was laughs> people that were just literally in their running shoes and had swim trunks yeah, on, yeah. and that's all they did it. Great. And we were somewhere in the middle, you know. Yeah, we, 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 we like we got our and suits and we we're, you know. Yeah. But I think that's a that's a nice thing. though. it's still kind of a grassrooty kind of a sport. I mean, there are, there are still there is still a lot of variation on what you can wear and how you can. Uh, I mean, there aren't there aren't really any swim run rules. I mean, as a race organizer, you can right. decide. Like, if you're part of it, if you're a triathlon event, there are sanctions and rules and federations yeah. and organizations and stuff. Here is kind of it's a little bit of a renegade. They're like, okay, it's cold in the water, you know. Well, we, I, you know, I, I, as a race organizer, I find it to be okay. So okay, yeah. we're yeah. going to go ahead and do this, right? <laughs> you know, which is quite opposite to if you go to Ironman, Florida, and there's a swell in the water. Oh, I can I'll see a ripple in the water. The we're going to cancel this. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's the fun thing. And the nice thing about swim run, it, it's more, I guess, if you're an old time triathlete, you could do a swim run and go, okay, this is what it was like 1985 in triathlon. Or right. This is like what is, uh, you know, this is like 1983 or something before it became too organized. Right. Do you do you see a future that that swim run is kind of gets that really heavy hand on the quote unquote like yeah. the red tape and a lot of the not poli not politics necessarily but you know the the bureaucrat yeah bureaucrat the bureaucracy yeah. of it so maybe it's a little bit inevitable once it grows and gets really big yeah um, but yeah I, I hope not though I mean I think there are some I he I hear that there is a swim run federation now in France like they're oh. sort of 
a subdivision to the triathlon federation but like they're trying to yeah they're trying the, to start so that, yeah. i mean there are there are of course positives with being organized of course and mm -hmm. it's it's easier to reach out to even more people but you want to at the same time keep the uniqueness and the you want to keep the grassrootiness of of, of of the sport and uh so yeah but i i foresee a, a positive future for for swim run i mean yeah. with the, it's uh there are a lot of really good people i think the race organizers most race organizers really understand what the sport is about i think there's a lot of adventure i think there's a lot of care for i think there's a lot of good core values like a lot of like care for the environment environment and, yeah. and nature and to treat it with respect there there is a lot of good there's a good vibe among the racers, you know. There's a lot of uh, it's it's pretty fierce among the elites. I think they're good, but I, it's also very, very. Uh, it's a tight knit community in this yeah. sense. Yeah, and people are very, uh, f you know, friendly. I it's that's what's really drawn us to the community is that one, it's it's very inclusive. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what your background is or if you're on the pointy end or you just started. Right, you're right. literally towing the start line with pros or people that could be pros. Right. And there's no um, you know, no one's better than anyone else, sort of, and everyone has the same kind of attitude about they love the sport and they just love the sense of adventure, and I think that's what's really attracted us to it. Funny um, thing yeah. is, though, I mean, if you do triathlon, you're bound to see people that are a little bit disappointed at the end. There are going to be some someone complaining about someone drafting. There's going to be yeah. complaining about someone marshalling, about yeah. some aid stations not doing their jobs, and people are going to be, oh, I didn't make the, oh, I didn't make the, I didn't get my slot, or yeah. blah, I'm not, yeah. I didn't get my taper right. You rarely see anyone disappointed at the end of a swim run. You know, there is yeah. no, people are just truly happy about finishing the course. Yeah, and we, that reminds us so much of our, we did the Casco Bay, the Odyssey Casco oh Bay yeah? in, in 2018. 18. Oh, yeah. And we finished, I mean, and we were beat to shit. We were so tired. <laughs> and we finished across the line. I looked at him like, we need to do, we got to do more of these. Like, we yeah. were so exhausted, but the adventure and just, it was just such an awesome experience. I mean, we right. were we were hooked. Was that the one that uh, Lance Armstrong and uh, Simon we filled uh, in? No, no, not that. That was in uh, Orcas Island. Orcas Island. Island. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I was. That one was really. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go to that one, but my, 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 uh, my son was getting born and you know okay. it, yeah. he never sort of came he oh you were just waiting like, for him yeah i was waiting <laughs> so yeah I, had a, I, I was i was i was supposed to go yeah or i had a i had a my my wife had given me a clear yeah she's Clarence. like, she's <laughs> like if, if, if the baby yeah. came in yeah. time but you know oh, it yeah. didn't happen anyway yeah well so yeah this is I'm, i mean <laughs> i I love I, I love swimming around races. I wish I could go to more races around the world and just you know it's because uh, it's always a unique ex experience. Yeah. So and so about how many swimming races not outside of uh, Atalo, like have you done? I mean, uh, not not super super many. I've I mean a, a number of races, but I haven't really done a ton of them. Cause you haven't done like the circuit, like no, not really. I've done the one in Vaud. Uh, in Croatia, which is a nice race, and uh, and uh, of course a bunch of other races around Europe uh, mm -hmm. or uh, around Sweden and so, but Eötvös uh, is really the the main race that I that I do every year. And you still seem, I mean, following your Instagram account, I just saw you did this crazy ice yeah ice race yeah. or something where they carved a, a oh lap pull yeah. out of. Yes, I mean like I <laughs> on a frozen <laughs> on a frozen river. Yeah, yeah they I, carved. Yeah, they I can't even it. explain it. It's so <laughs> mind blowing to me. But uh, you hopped in in your in yeah. your speedo and you yes heads I'm up freestyled all the way. I'm and pretty uh, good at doing cold water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm better than most at cold yeah, water. Yeah. Meanwhile, if it's uh, you know a touch below sixty degrees, I'm uh, I don't yeah, know I if I can. I, <laughs> I, have to, I have to give him a pep talk to yeah. get in the water. 
it's uh, yeah that that was hard that was a weird swim though i mean that was that was uh doing the 100 freestyle in that uh oh. I, in that uh, frozen river was, was what was the the temperature was zero zero point nine degrees centigrade which Ooh. is un- freezing cold <laughs> really yeah it, it was it was hard it was it was uh borderline to what i could handle most guys that are doing really well are they're a little bit uh, heavily more more heavy set than I am. Yeah, I was gonna got say, a little bit more. Uh, you don't have much insulation on no, you, Jonas. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you we, yeah, you sh- uh, yeah, we should say that this is like it's it's swimming race rules. So you're not allowed to have a wetsuit if someone you know yeah. didn't understand yeah. that. I mean, it's you swim with your swim trunks and like normal as you would in a sw- in a pool swim race. Just yeah. a normal swim cap. And well, it's a race like that. You probably don't have to shave your legs. The hair just freezes yeah. and falls yeah, off. It was, it was, cool. Cool. It yeah. was cool. But it's, 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 it's a little bit like doing a swim run in a sense. It's like wild and crazy mm. and it's just like it's, oh, this is so crazy. I got to do this race. And yeah. it, that's something that has, that has down, uh, like sort of downed on me several times is that uh, when a lot of people do something that is weird, it seems very normal. Like we did uh, one year the Ute race. Uh, uh-huh. It's like the uh, the Ute. It's, it's where yeah. it's, it's a spring race that Ute organizes. It's actually the, uh, on the f- on the island on which you finish. Ötele. That's the last 15 k's, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. On Ute, yeah. So they may have a race there in the spring, and it was like it was a really cold spring, and I think the the swimming it was like between seven and nine degrees. And I raced with my wife, and we sort we were sort of a little bit in the back in the, in the, in the start. So we came up to that first swim and I saw, there, I mean, the water was filled with athletes. I mean, hundreds of athletes ahead of us. And I went wow. in the water and I almost panicked because it was so cold. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, so I don't know if I can handle this. And it dawned on me that, shit, I'm probably the most experienced swimmer. I, there I know. Is no <laughs> one, there's no one in the water. Your wife's looking at you like, yeah. what the <laughs> hell are you this complaining? This year after I swam the, 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 the sw- like from Stockholm to Gotham, I was like, there is no one here that has suffered more in open water than I am. Yeah. So it's like, if I can't handle this, <laughs> right, how right, the right. hell can these people <laughs> handle that? And it sort of dawned on me that they just, they don't have any reference. They think this is normal. Yeah. You know, like it was. It's gotta go. You, it's, it's, if, it's, if you've done a lot of open swimming, you understand that this is really freezing cold. Yeah. So it's so funny that <laughs> swim run has that n- nice aspect that okay so we're doing this crazy sport and we're getting in these crazy waters and we're running and we're doing these crazy distances or whatever and it's just there are so many other people that doing the same thing with me today that yeah. it seems very very normal and people just finish and get through so that's awesome and and that's an experience that we're having in the states i mean we train in the bay area which right. is a very high triathlon pop population sure. but we'll do some swim run practicing and we'll be in the water and people who are swimming out there are you really in your shoes or yeah. or we'll be running and people are stopping and looking at us and stopping us to ask us what's going on but yeah. huh. next year i feel there will we be won't be people. the only ones that no. yeah, it'll we, be it's, it's funny because it'll be uh, normal we we've been we've been talking about it like we'll go do our swimmer practice and we'll, we'll be like well when's the time when we're going to be out here practicing and there's going to be another team right right you know um, but don't they have a lot i mean they have so many people in the bay area that are that are doing sort of like year-round swimming in the in the bay. Yeah. yeah. So there's got to the be a great, there's got to be a huge amount of people that would think that this is an awesome well, idea. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it is. I mean, it, we, we see that, yeah. So they an just aquatic don't know park, it exists. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So in aquatic park, people right. swim year-round for better, with, with, a wet, with a wetsuit, without yeah. a wetsuit. The water, the water is 50 degrees Fahrenheit yeah. sometimes. Um, but yeah, like people either look at us like we're crazy which we kind of They are. look at us confused 
Uh-huh. Or they're totally curious and stop us and ask us questions. Like, we'll be running. They'll be like, what's, how come you have a zipper in the front? Right, like, what's right, going right, on? Yeah. Why are you, did you just swim with your shoes on? Yeah. And yeah. you're running with your wetsuit on? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, one of the reasons we started this show was because in the U.S., we were the only ones who knew anything about swimming. We're the ones who were telling our friends about it. Yeah. And we just thought that there was like a gap in knowledge. Um, or there was no one talking about it. Yeah, and we don't exactly. consider ourselves experts or anything, but it was more like, all right, well, let's just get some good content out. But um, it's, I, I see now good. that I mean, I uh, the the guys at Slow Twitch are a friend of mine, and they're 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 doing a lot of slow uh, swim run yeah, coverage, which is awesome. So there are a ton of athletes that go that I mean, people think that this is, looks genuinely like a good idea, yeah. and, and I've. Uh, seeing that triathlete magazine has done a lot of things yeah. building yeah. up to this race mm-hmm. so it seems like there is there uh i mean the triathlon community may be embracing this quite a bit i think yeah or i hope to i so think so well i actually professionally i work with race directors um to help make their events sell out and mm-hmm. be optimized in whatever way possible and it seems to me that if you're a triathlete uh if you put on triathlons um you should be considering Swim run distance. If, it's you, if you're so trying much. to, it's so because I have my own two events in Borås where I live in Sweden. We're oh. in Ötterlö Merit race, and I have a I have a triathlon on the Saturday because we use the same same venue, so we just sort of dress it differently for the. So on the Saturday we do triathlon, sprint, and half Ironman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and on the Sunday we do a swim run. You know, a long course and a short course. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it's it takes a lot of time to do the t- to mark the course on the swim run, but you're not. You're never scared as an organizer as you are on a swim run because you always have the the car factor, the traffic factor as your as a tra- right. as a, yeah. a, as a triathlon event organizer. So you you're always scared to get that call that okay, so there's a car crashing into oh. you know yeah. blah blah yeah. or something. So and and, and cl- road closures and stuff like that. It's it's a hassle to organize a triathlon. Yeah, the best case scenario, it's hard. Yeah, and yeah, so it's definitely hard to put on a good race for sure. And again. You were at the at the birth of uh, of swim run in, in Sweden. How do you see it happening in the U.S. to kind of get that same same bit of growth? Is it all the big, maybe not Ironman, but maybe some of these larger regional triathlons making a race that is a swim run? That's you know, it's not a full World Series distance, but it might be a shorter one. Is that kind of where you mm, see it, or th- or I how do you see the growth happening? I, I think there I think there needs to be guys like that become sort of ambassadors or that t- I mean the dude professionally like I think Lars Finanger has done a great job that's built uh-huh. a series like he, he he early on understood what the sport was about and he sort of right. had some knowledge on race organizing and stuff like that yeah. and so he's like okay so I, I get the picture so this is what we're going to do and so you need to have like good professional people that know event organizing because an event is an event regardless of what you're putting on I mean you need to have happy happy, right. happy satisfied customers you need to understand okay if you come to race what do you expect? I mean, what are you paying for? Uh, so I think you need to have just m- more of those. And but it's it's not that hard to organize a swim run. I think that the maybe the d- difficult part in the U.S. is to get permits. I don't know how hard it is, but in Sweden, there is never a problem of swimming and running in the forest because it's like we have this. It's we don't have private property in that sense. I mean, you don't run right. onto someone's. Uh, you don't run into someone's house, backyard or something. Ba- backyard, yeah. but yeah. If, I mean, forests are accessible to anyone. Doesn't doesn't even if someone owns the forest. I mean, you're allowed to or- organize. It's it's there. it's open yeah. for everyone. It's open for I everyone. Yeah. I think really ties back to what Otolo is trying yeah. to do yeah. with the the environmental aspect sure, and and, sure. and all that, which is which is another awesome 
yeah. part of it their, their So their I see vision. that may be like a big, bigger problem in the U.S. to get like permits and sanctions. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe, you know, they're, uh, I don't know how difficult it is to get permits for swimming. I mean, they're, okay, we need to, we need to have, uh, what do you call it? Li- like liability and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I mean, there should be plenty of areas that are excellent for swim run events yeah. in the US. I we mean, keep oh, we oh, keep looking for one where we live. We're like, yeah. can we use this lake here? <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's o- Chipper's always trying to jump into these lakes. I'm like, this lake is full of algae. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You're going to get like, sick. well, don't drink it. I don't know. Exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, I I see th- there has been there is a big growth in the US. So, I'm sure that uh, you know, give it a few years, I'll s- I'm I'm sure we will we're going to have hundreds of races in the US. Basically, so it's. Yeah. Uh, I think the f- the future is really good for for swim run in th- in the yeah. in the U.S. Awesome. How about uh, personally for you? What's 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 next for you? Any big projects you're working on? Anything you want to plug? Uh, I mean, no, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to not get too old and too fat too <laughs> soon. You know. Yeah. I'm just. I just really really enjoy to uh, exercise and to be part of the uh, scene in some way. Now I'm, I'm doing this race with Alexander. He's one of my. Uh, one of my uh, athletes that I coach, uh, the only athlete that I personally coach. Okay. And he's, uh, is your is your coaching just uh, tell us a little bit? Is it just an endurance kind of or triathlon? Yeah, it's swim very run? triathlon based. Okay. It's more like a digit, like it's more uh, community based. Okay. Sort of a digital uh, service that we have. Uh, but uh, um, Alexander is th- is, is a, a guy from my town uh, who I coach is doing a second year uh, pr- professional triathlon. So yeah, he's also really he good. He at has swimming. a course record on some swim. I yeah, he's a really already. good swimmer. Okay. Yeah, I or I decent according to him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to, I have to. He's killing me. I he's mean, giving you a run d- for yeah. your money. Yeah, it's so <laughs> frustrating. It doesn't matter how fast I get in the pool. Like, I'm. I, I had a great workout the other day. We did like s- we did hundreds. Yeah, I mean long course meters. And I was like, I was, I was. Pushing them down to like one, one oh five, one oh six, one course, Jesus. and I'm still like, God damn! I mean, he's, I'm, I'm taking them out really hard first fifty, and I'm still, uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm still at his waist uh, as we're oh. turning. I was like, it doesn't matter how fast I swim, this guy's always faster. It's frustrating. Well, he's but probably uh, got, you yeah, know, twenty years on you or something. <laughs> it would mean I've done a bad job as a coach if I beat right, him. Exactly. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But I just enjoy, I just really enjoy exercising, and it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm really just happy and thankful for every year that I can like be a part of it and and, and train, and it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, gives me a lot of uh, happiness basically, and I'm long term. It would be really fun to do a swim run with my son. He's just seventeen months old now, so okay. mm-hmm. but that's a long term goal. Yeah, would that be fun to have? Just stay in the pool for you know another yeah. couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just that it's would be great. Yeah. So I'm hoping to do a few triathlons. I'm, of course, hoping to standing on the starting line of the 15th Ötelö. Uh, yeah. And I've told Mats and Mickey, I want one of those orange. I want a veteran vest now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I want one of those. I want to start 10 minutes ahead of everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> you want a, a nice handicap? Yeah, yeah. Handicap start. Like, okay. Yeah. And so yeah, exactly. I want to have one. I want to have a veteran vest. Well, uh, if they I give you if they, now. if they give you head start, I I think we definitely need one. <laughs> yeah, just we for need being, like two hours. Just for being dads. <laughs> <laughs> we need yeah. the dad head start. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And then what's coming up for, for Colting? I mean, I know you guys have uh, uh, you have a triathlon line of suits and obviously yep. a swim run suit. Um, just it keeping iterating off that. And, I mean, you guys are really pressing pressing the envelope. And I feel challenging, uh, you know, longstanding companies like Orca and, and right. Blue 70 and, and Roca and uh, Arc and everything. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to be, uh, yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're we're trying to be innovative and try to sort of better ourselves every year. We try to be, uh, t- you know, be very s- 
looking for all the feedback that we can get mm -hmm. from from athletes and customers and try to just make better suits basically and yeah just, um we're sort of it's really for the love of water and for the love of swimming and i think one of the great aspects of swim run is that there are so many adults uh, adult people that come into the sport with basically no background at all for swimming and right. or running and yeah. in sweden that's very true i mean for the the swim camps that i host uh we have so many people that i mean basically 100 are adult swimmers with no background yeah in swimming and their wow. the, their their motivation is that they've signed up for a swim run or a triathlon and they want to learn how to swim and mm. they're uh, and the key th for them to actually take that first step is that th they know they're going to do the, the swim run with a good friend so they're not going to be alone in the water you know yeah. Yeah. yeah so they have that insecurity factor sort of leveled out a little bit and so that's that's the great thing so i'm happy that we can provide products for people to uh, you know get to get to experience that beautiful mm -hmm. sport of open water swimming and swim around and uh, i know for a lot of people that it's like a new world opens it's like yeah oh, this is awesome i can't believe i didn't haven't done this before and <laughs> I didn't, yeah i didn't know this even existed and it's uh, this is oh this is the best thing i've ever tried this is the most fun i've ever had on a race course so, you know, yeah. that's that's one one of my major motivations for having a wetsuit company as well. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, Jonas, it's been an honor it's to have you on the yeah. show. Thank you. It's, you know, you're a legend, living legend, <laughs> and this is so great. So and we can so sit here and listen to you talk early swim run stories for <laughs> for a couple <laughs> hours but we we want to be respectful of your time <laughs> for sure <laughs> and so but yeah we really appreciate it so where can everyone find out about you and and colting wetsuits where would they go to uh, find out all yeah, that stuff probably on instagram is the best okay. is the best way so i'm 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 listed under jonas colting i'm trying to i'm trying to post more in english than before and uh, you know colting wetsuits is also on instagram we try to we we yeah we we sort of revved revved up our instagram um, yeah. Uh, business as well and try to post more so yeah sounds that's good that's probably the best way to follow me is on the on social media thank you so much thank you all right thank you for listening to the low tide boys a swim run podcast make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on itunes if you're so inclined you can also sign up for a newsletter at lowtideboys.com that's boys with a z and check out our meme page at the low tide boys on instagram if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music, and of course our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes. Or until run you to cross the, or, the finish line. Or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Peace. Peace. Peace.